0: Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Hey guys, welcome to Perspective with Jada Land Cross. I am so excited that you have tuned in today to join me. I really hope that you are going to enjoy this episode. Today is called Stewarding Through Seasons. So first, I want to say shout out to the ones who have been rocking with me since the beginning. Thank you for your love, support, and most importantly, your patience. And if you are new, I pray that this episode blesses you. And more importantly, please head over to my Instagram at Jada Land Cross so we can connect. Now, before we get into the episode, I want to talk about why. Why are we talking about stewardship today, Jada? Why is this called stewarding through the seasons? Now, first, while I was trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, write out the framework of this, I thought about talking about seasons, but I'm like, you know what? I don't want people to get stuck on, well, how long am I going to be in the season, Lord? And I just know how easily we are distracted. And sometimes we try to climb out of something and God wants us to be in it. Or I, I, I think that's important. Um, as far as what am I trying to say? I think it's important to recognize and identify your season. How, however, I think it's very dangerous when we start trying to, um, time stamp it. Okay. Well, maybe I'm only going to be broke for maybe 30 more days. So my time is coming. My blessings is coming. All right. Well, maybe, um, gotta get me out of debt in three years. we start planning for different no if God has you in this season to sit down sit down if he has you in the season to work then work if he ha- but I don't want to get stuck on the season thing but what I do want us to really focus in and the reason why I use seasons because I knew what season I was in I know that I've been a stay-at-home mom since June 2019 and God has growing me so much and all that he's growing in me I really want to share with you so that's what um, the seasons aspect was inspired from. However, the most important part of this is stewardship. I really want to share with you a general definition and biblical definition, but ultimately my main purpose of today's episode is for you to understand that whatever season, whatever circumstances that you have that you're in, rather good or bad, it's all for the glory of God. And in all things, we should be submitting what God gives us and asking and telling, Lord, you know what? This belongs to you. My children belong to you. My husband belongs to you. My job belongs to you. My finances, I trust them with you. My health, I trusted with you. Oh, Lord, I just want to be obedient with what I have. And that is the purpose of this episode to kind of build and inspire some obedience. Lord, what can I give to you? Oh, Lord, everything is going so great for me. I'm so happy. What can I get? Oh, you said you blessed me to be a blessing to others. Oh, God. Lord, let me lead me to who you want me to bless them. There's so much that we can be. Um submitting to him so honestly this episode is to inspire some obedience today so now that you understand my intentions and you understand the purpose of what I'm trying to convey in this episode let's get right on into it what does stewardship mean so a general definition that I found it said it states the job of supervising or taking care of something now the biblical meaning, which I enjoy the most, of course, it says managing what God created for His glory and for the good of others. And I found this book insert from this author I came across. His name is Bill Peel. I believe it's Peel P E E L, like Pillar Apple. I think that's the same thing. So Bill Peel, he writes: Although God gives us all things richly to enjoy, nothing is ours. Nothing really belongs to us. God owns everything. God owns everything. We're responsible for how we treat it and what we do with it. While we complain about our rights here on earth, the Bible consistently asks, asks what about your responsibilities? Owners have rights. Stewards have responsibilities. This is so, so awesome. So a couple of things that Bill um, said that I, I'm kind of going to, uh, repeat or kind of go over or share a personal testimony with you. He talked about nothing belonging to us. Everything belongs to God. We're going to talk about that a little bit today on today's episode. He talked about us having responsibilities. And he gently says something about complaining. He said, while we're complaining here on earth, guess what? The Bible says we have responsibilities. Stewards have responsibilities. Well, what do we have responsibilities? We have responsibilities over everything that God has given to us. As I mentioned earlier, you have a responsibility to your children. You have a responsibility to your job. You have a responsibility to your finances, um, your relationship your friendships these are all gifts from god and these are all things that we should be cher- treasuring here and storing over and so we have to take accountability on that and so why do i believe that we need biblical perspective on this easily i feel like so many times we be, we get so self-absorbent or is it absorbent? i think we become so self-absorbent and it become and we and it kind of leads to these self-glorifying um what am i trying to say these self-glorifying. Um, Habits and patterns. We get so caught up into the why my life or why is it going like this? Or I'm good, me and my family good. We doing good over here and looking at everybody else like they crazy. No, you are supposed to steward over what God has given you. This simply means thanking God in the midst of everything. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this hardship. Because I know it's going to grow my faith. Lord, thank you for this this good thing that came to me. Cause I know you're real and you and you always showing out for me. It grows my faith. A lot of stories that I read in the Bible, now I have not read the entire Bible, but I think about stories like Moses, David, um, Abraham, some of them, um, you know, in the beginning, the Old Testament characters. Um, and that's because I'm kind of um, still in the Old Testament. So that's why I'm pulling out those off the top of my head. God put them in a lot of circumstances, brought them through a lot. And at the end, it grew their faith. And not only did it grow, the, grow their faith, my husband had brought up to my attention earlier when I was talking about it. He was like, you know what? They had to be good stories in those seasons, too, that they were in. We all have responsibilities. Guess what? Moses had the steward over the children of Israel. He had ownership over them in terms of administration. So guess what? He had to be obedient in everything that God was placing him under control in. Noah had the steward in his responsibility to build that ark. Guess what? God had graced him and entrusted him with those instructions. And he had to steward over that. You all so many ways to break it, shape it, and, and understand it. So when you hear stewardship, a lot of times our mind goes to finances, but it's socially, it's mentally, it's spiritually. It's a whole lot of leads. Every lead you could think of, you can be a steward over that thing. You have been called that. Since the beginning, God has called us to have dominion over this word. He said, be fruitful and multiply and have, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, have dominion over all things. That's what God has charged us to. And with that and with that power, you don't use that for yourself. You don't abuse that power. But we go right back to what the, what the author has said. Nothing is ours. It does not belong to us. And this is why I believe we need biblical perspective on stewardship so we can understand and we can store it well in these seasons that God has us in. Now I would really like to take some of this time out to bring the story full circle and share a little bit of personal revelation that God has shared with me is in my personal season as being a stay at home mom. So as I mentioned earlier, God transitioned me from working, being a career woman, to being at home full-time in June 2019, and it was the easiest decision I've ever made because I ho- I heard God so clearly. However, it was a very hard transition. I dealt a lot with guilt and doubt and temptation to still be busy when I knew he was telling me to sit down and just focus on my husband, focus on my uh, children and serving them, and I didn't, and I thought I I knew that and I thought I knew how to serve them. So therefore I was doing, you know, I was doing my thing, but I was still trying to do other stuff because I knew what God had called me like, well, Lord, you call me to serve. You talk, you call me to teach and do all these other things. So let me get busy. Let me get my hands, uh, you know, my hands and what they call it, get your foot wet or whatever. Basically, I want to get my hands in the game. God, I don't want to be on a rebound. I don't want to sit down. I want to do some stuff um, because time is of the essence, right? And I was so, so wrong. You all. I was completely out of order. And eventually I had to bring it all back and submit it to him in order to be obedient to what he had called me to be. And that's when God had to show me. And he told me clearly one day, your first ministry is home. And I wasn't, um, I was very familiar with that phrase and people talking about, you know, your first ministry is, is at your house. But as far as operating in that understanding, I was failing. And it's not that I was putting anybody in my family uh, last on a back burner. No, my husband and my and my kids, their needs were met. But spiritually, emotionally, even mentally, I feel like I was still prioritizing other affairs. And that's what God had to redirect me and bring me and humble me down and say, hey, I need you to serve here first. I'm gonna get you to I'm gonna get you to what I showed you. Don't don't forget, don't forget those things I showed you that I want you to do. But right now, I want you in your home. And for me, that was really hard because I'm like, Lord, I've started my career, I started my path, and you want me just to stop, like just go out of thin air, like I'm building clientele, I'm a mentor, I'm a counselor, I'm a life coach, and you just want me to just drop all of this, wouldn't I kind of lose my momentum? And what I've learned is, what is momentum to a God who is so, oh, I, y'all, I can't even think of the, of, of the word that's big enough. Like, What is a mo- momentum to God? What is that? That's something for us to um, do what we got to do. That ain't nothing for him. So when he called us to do something, all we got to do is be obedient and just say, okay. And it was really hard, you all. So my first Takeaway that I want you all to hear me when I say a lot of allow God to redirect you in this season. You may have been heading north, but He pulled you. South, go south. You may be thinking that you were supposed to start this, but if he say no, then stop. If he tell you to speed it up a couple notches, but you feel not like you're not ready, you are I do not know personally, but this is when you're listening to this podcast. I want you to take some time, even if you gotta stop and think, stop and pray and ask God, Lord, how does this resonate with me, you and I? How does Sh- what Jada is sharing? How can I take this into my personal life, Lord? Because I want to know if I'm if I'm um being obedient right now, if I'm doing everything that you've called me to do. I'm doing too much, too little. So I know for me personally, he was showing me that my family was my first ministry. And that took for me redirecting and giving some sub- submitting my plans over to him and saying, Lord, okay, I surrender. I'll sit still and I'll focus on serving my family right now. The second thing that I learned during this season is that you all, this is so, so beautiful. I can almost cry and I'm trying not to be dramatic. <laughs> but I learned that Jesus is Lord. And I know you like Jada, don't we already know that? I mean, didn't you already know that? And I did. Um, but it, it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't resonating like it is now. To know that Jesus is Lord is to know that he reigns above all things, which means any type of situation, anything that we're dealing with, any all those small things in your life, those big things, those hurdles, the accomplishment, none, none of it matter in comparison to who he is in all of his glory and you all that just is such a sweet aroma around me because this really allows me to humble myself and when i become so self-absorbent in all of my stuff that i'm going through it really brings me back to the cross and what it's all about it's about jesus it's about what he already did for me it's about who he already is so everything that i'm trying to become everything that i think that i am and i think i'm not is, is it it doesn't matter because I'm everything in him, I have everything in him. So it's so simple to me and it's so beautiful to me when I when I just take a step back and I just say to myself, Jesus is Lord. And when I allow myself to doubt and when I become confused and I become stagnant and I procrastinate and I'm not doing things well and I'm doing things really, really well, at the end of the day, I always go back to his resurrection because it just reminds me that this life is not my own. I told you I was going to go back to refer back to what the author Bill said. He said, this life is not our own. And guess what? We have responsibilities while we're here. So let's focus on those responsibilities. What and how are we stewarding in these seasons? And that is what matters the most. Right now, you all, I'm focused on building disciples within my home I'm focusing on my children I want them to uh, grow to have the strongest relationship with Jesus Christ I want them to know him as Lord over their life and guess what that takes for mama to do some work on herself and my spiritual growth because these are the children that God blessed me with so I have to take care of them which means that I got to do some work on myself and I got to continuously grow so that they can grow me and my husband we are one we're always we're always working on ourselves do you know that during the covid this COVID time period that we started therapy, we started marriage counseling, and it has transformed our marriage like never before. We're doing some work, you all. We're stewarding over our our marriage so that God can get the glory. So when I remember that Jesus is Lord, it humbles me to a point where I just let go. I let go of everything, and I allow the Holy Spirit to redirect me to the main purpose. So, you all, I know I have said a mouthful, but I just pray that something has resonated with you today. I'm not going to drag this on any any longer. So, just continue to pray and ask God, Lord, um, show me what I'm stewarding over right now. How 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 do I supposed to steward over this? And maybe you may not know, C- kids are still being homeschooled. How do I be a, a good homeschool teacher, Lord? Husband, husband acting up, Lord. How do I still love him? In the way that you love me, your job is acting up, Lord. How do I walk up in here with the joy of the Lord and peace that surpasses all understanding? Come on, y'all. We have to be good stewards in this season, in every season. So I love you all, and I pray that this blesses you. And until next time, please don't forget to head over to Instagram um, and follow me at Jada Land Cross. Download this episode and share with somebody else. Um, and I pray that it blesses you. Until next time, be blessed.